This is Pete Moore on Halo Talk to NYC. I have the pleasure of welcoming from the northern part of the state of Washington, my new doctor hypnotist, Erica Flint. Welcome to the show. Peter, so, so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to tell you guys all about hypnosis and everything you want to know. All right, I feel hypnotized already. So why don't you give us your background and we'll go from there and then I'll come out of my trance. All right, very good. Well, I got into hypnosis um, kind of out of a part of my life where I was really struggling and suffering. I come from software, so I was in Silicon Valley working for one of the largest organizations, computing organizations in the world. Great job, great benefits. You know, we were working on cool things, but ultimately I was just unsatisfied. And I started reading books and I started doing things. And, you know, there's some destructive patterns along the way there, too. We could talk about it if you'd like. But I ended up in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And basically deciding if I wanted to live or not, um, I needed a new way to live. And so I, I eventually found hypnosis and it really saved my life. And now I turn around and I help other people learn to be hypnotists and I help them along the same path that I started along. And it's been the most amazing experience. I've been doing it for eight years now. That's amazing. What, what, what drew you to hypnosis or what were you um, considering? You know, was it acupuncture? Was it other solutions or... Yeah, I was really open. Yeah, I just knew that um, what I felt was I had followed a path that seems very common. You know, you get a job, you go to college, you get a job, you get married, you get the kids and the picket fence. And so I had kind of followed along that path because I was successful in my business and everything was working, but I had really denied the bigger part of me, which was what I'm calling the spiritual side of me, but we could call it, you know, diving into mountain climbing or, or, or running or racing, whatever it is for you. Right. I kind of lost part of me. And so when I had this kind of negative experience, I realized I can't live my life according to somebody else. So I need that spirituality back. I need nature. I need God or source. I need music back in my life. I need all the things that really make me want to be alive. And so I did start searching for a lot of things. Uh, When I found hypnosis, though, it clicked. Because hypnosis is how we can reprogram our own operating system, our inner operating system. So as a software engineer and having all of this background in computing and pattern matching and modules and executions, when I realized that we could apply those same types of things to our brain and get different outcomes in behaviors and things that we want to do, I was just immediately fascinated. Mm -hmm. So when you think about uh, the human brain, technology hasn't gotten us there to fully appreciate how it works yet, but I mean, it's gotta be software, right? Well, I think, you know, the, yeah, there's, you know, there is definitely software running inside and we we can call it limiting beliefs. We call it priming. We can call it, you know, and shifting that software. We can call it neuroplasticity. We can call it moments of insight. We can call it all sorts of different things. And, And most people have had these experiences before, but yeah, it's how we change our brain. Mm-hmm. When you know, obviously the technology is advanced now where you could do CAT scans. I was talking to someone the other day, uh, as an aside, but it'll make the point they do this, these mind games, uh, escape rooms. Um, and they, and it's kind of like instead of going bowling or instead of going to top golf or see a movie, you go with your friends and you go in and you solve these puzzles and you get out. And I said to them, you know, it'd be really interesting if you could go to like the assisted living facilities or the 55 and over, because all those people want to continuously train their brains in order to keep working. And I was thinking, you know, you could probably do a commercial where it's like, here's like a, a older woman's 
you know, brain while she's watching television. Here's an older woman's brain while she's doing, you know, an escape puzzle or something. Is there the same type of um, science behind hypnosis now where you could actually scientifically see the difference of what happened before and after? I don't think the science is quite there yet. Most of it is is labeled under neuroscience. So when okay. I want to find cool stuff about hypnosis, I'll go to scholar.google.com and search for neuroscience. Um, sir, I'm sorry, I will search for, for hypnosis there. But a lot of the cool stuff coming out really is related to how the brain operates. Like how does the brain keep track of time? Because one of the sensations um, that we experience, one of the hypnotic phenomena is losing track of time. So what happens when... What happens happens in the brain when we lose track of time, what happens in the brain when we're not anticipating something. So everybody wants to be in the present moment and just notice everything around us and just be fully engaged, right? Um, but anticipation plays a role in that. And so if we're not anticipating something, we uh, theoretically become in the present moment. So there's a couple elements that happen in the brain, losing track of time, not anticipating something that are elements of hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And those elements allow us to be fully present. And then we can engage engage with whatever it is that we want to be uh, working on when we're in that state. So what was the first time when you did hypnosis? You know, did it did it open you up to things that you already knew you wanted to do, but gave you the inertia to do them? Or did some did was there an, an awakening or an aha moment that happened? Wow, that's a really good question. I'd say both and all of them are possible. At the beginning, when I first started doing hypnosis, it was it was definitely like an awakening. And partially that was just because I was, I really think I got a new vision, meaning I was able to kind of step back and watch my own thinking. And a lot of people talk about this in meditation, you know, becoming the observer. And that experience was really apparent to me when I started doing hypnosis, because I was very curious about the flow of consciousness in my own mind. So I'm watching my thoughts, I'm watching my words, I'm watching how I'm thinking. And that really gave me this perspective of, oh my gosh, this is what hypnosis can allow us to do, become the operator. So we kind of become the CEO of our own operating system, right? And we're, be, we're able to interact with different parts of us. Oh, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Why are we starting to get a little nervous? What's going on here? And there are some tools that we can use to stay in a really calm state, which are all really valuable for humans in general, but specifically for business owners, because, you know, we get questions all day long and decision fatigue and, um, you know, just a million things to do where the ability to make very clear decisions uh, and feel really good about it is, you know, paramount. So is hypnosis now something that is a weekly part of your routine? Is it something that you do when you need to, when, when you get to a certain point? It's, it's actually more moment by moment for me personally. So anybody who has any type of practice, like if you're practicing martial arts or you're a runner or you meditate or you practice the piano or whatever it is that you're practicing, if you really love it and it's bringing you value, you do it all the time. So I'm constantly you know, in a hypnotic state. So I'll do something specifically, like I'm going to go and kind of consider this issue or what's going on with that. But then throughout my day, and <clears throat> so what I mean by constantly doing hypnosis is I'm constantly monitoring my nervous system. I want to stay in a very calm and relaxed parasympathetic state all day long. It's where I make my best decisions. And so that's what I'm constantly regulating using hypnosis. Gotcha. So talk about some of the entrepreneurs that you've worked with over the years and, you know, what kind of quantum leaps that they've made? 
Well, I'd say, you know, a lot of the um, entrepreneurs, so I work with a lot of different entrepreneurs, but a lot of them that I work with, I've, I've recently trained. So some of them are brand new hypnotists and some of them are brand new to entrepreneur uh completely. They've never run a business. They haven't done any of that stuff before. Um, and so they really don't know. Um, it's not just that they're learning a new skill. They're also learning how to interface with the public. They are learning um, how to run a business, how to set up merchant accounts and business bank accounts and you know organize their business. They're doing all of those things at one time. So one of the things that is super common for the entrepreneurs I help is overwhelm. So gotcha. one of the primary things we, so overwhelm, and then feelings of inadequacy, depending on, you know, what you want to call that. And that would be, you know, imposter syndrome or a lack of, um, you know, security, that type of a thing. So not good enough, um, having a product, but being afraid to get up on stage and talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's a combination, uh, the entrepreneurs, uh, it, it really is a managing overwhelm what are you really good at managing overwhelm and staying kind of stay in your zone of genius. Right. Um, so for brand new entrepreneurs, they, they want to try to do everything. They think they need to try to do everything, but we all know you need clients and customers before you have to do and need to do everything. Right. So yeah. there are some very specific things that, um, that new entrepreneurs, we help them with hypnosis focus on the most important thing. What's the next smallest thing is what we focus on. Yeah, well, I find Dave and I talk to entrepreneurs, you know, multiple times a day. I like to say we became entrepreneurial therapists uh, during the pandemic. I like right. to say during the pandemic as if like it's over, you know, like remember during the pandemic, like a week ago. Um, <laughs> I know um, it's changing so fast. It feels like a different pandemic every yeah. couple of weeks. It does. Yeah. But one of, I mean, most entrepreneurs feel like they haven't done enough. Mm -hmm. Or that they took maybe a fork in the road and that shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, turned into something else. Um, and I used to have a, one of my mentors, he used to put a, um, a post-it note on my desk when I was working at a startup in Arizona. And it just had the word progress in mm -hmm. capital letters. Mm -hmm. and it's like an entrepreneur doesn't understand how much progress they're actually making until someone else identifies it for them. And they think that they lose Every day we created this win-loss calendar because mm -hmm. when you add it up at the end of the month, you're usually like 20 and 10. And if you were a professional athlete going 20 and 10, you're a playoff team at, at all right. times, right? Yeah. So um, I just felt like talking about that for a second. My point that I wanted to ask you was, you know, when you come in and you say, you know, try hypnotism, like it, it'll help you. Um, you know, thinking back like 20 years ago, someone had said, well, yoga, that's kind of like on the fringe, mm -hmm. you know, acupuncture, oh, that's like Eastern medicine. That's never going to become mainstream. Um, meditation, obviously, like now is like the, the biggest thing out there on, on mobile apps. Um, do you see hypnotism is kind of like the next wave that you're like, hey, I'm, I'm in early. I get that you don't get it but like, you're going to know about it soon enough. Is that, are you patient in that? Or are you like, Hey, why hasn't this caught on as quickly as it should have? Because it worked for me. Mm, yeah. Good question. Um, I, I guess I'd say it's a little of both. And the reason is because I think that there's a lot of standardization that takes place when things become normalized into, you know, Western society or whatever is happening. And so there's a lot, you know, we're talking about the brain and working like, I feel like I'm on the leading edge of consciousness. Like that's really what we're doing, right? We're really kind of out there. And so I don't want to 
um, standardize or normalize hypnosis at this point. Um, I really feel like we're kind of, we're at the most exciting part of hypnosis. More and more people are accepting because of the reasons you just suggested. It's just more and more open, but more and more people want it, right? They don't want to take the pill every single day. They don't want to do these other things every day. They really want something that feels more permanent and holistic. And this is very, very much um, a holistic approach for people. Well, um, we are big proponents of getting people off of these pharmaceuticals and all these side effects. It's, it's kind of driving me a little bit crazy when I see an ad for some drug and 30 seconds of the 60-second commercial is all the side effects. And I'm saying, like, what agency approved it? Like, I'd rather have like, the underlying condition than the side effects. And also, I think there should be a mandatory, just like there's a mandatory like you can't buy a gun and, you know, over a certain period of days. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like before you take any of these pharmaceuticals, you have to go on like an eight week fitness boot, fitness and nutrition boot camp, And then if that didn't work, like we'll let you, you know, right. take, take the pill. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the progress we've made? Obviously there's a lot of lobbying and there's, you know, pill pushers all over the world right now. Mm -hmm. Are you confident in, the naturopathic and, and uh, the, the approach that we're taking, that this is all based on behavior and you have the, the, the ability through nature to change yourself? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think our biggest um, hurdle in the future is the pharmaceutical industry allowing, allowing natural medicine to do its job. Mm. Um, I do think that, um, you know, with the, you know, these needing to take pills and these things every single day. Um, some people feel like meditation is hard for them. And so I do think that hypnosis has a very unique position because a lot of folks, the, the difference between meditation and hypnosis is with hypnosis, there is a hypnotic suggestion. So it's very specific. And what I mean by that is a lot of folks go into meditation and they kind of feel like they're all over the place. And meditation is lovely. I absolutely love meditation, but hypnosis Hypnosis can be a little shorter and faster. So for a lot of people, um, they find hypnosis easier to do on a daily basis and easier to create a regular practice off of. So that's one of the reasons why I really like it. It's, um, you know, it's practical. Is it um, over the last year, has it proliferated using Zoom or is it something you really need to do in person and it's kind of like an energy you know, yeah, it's energy. definitely, you can definitely do it over zoom. You know, my first book, I published my first book in 2016. And as soon as that book published, I was getting requests from people from all over, mostly the United States, but from some people from outside the United States. And so I've been doing uh, hypnosis over zoom for, you know, five years and it's wow. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. As long as, I mean, you need to have a good internet connection and you need to have quality equipment period. There, there's no way around that. But as, if those two things are are there, then the client gets to be in a comfortable environment of their own choosing. They don't have to drive to and fro. And, um, you know, it can be easier. I mean, I yeah. love to see my clients in person. That is my preference. But it works. Sure. We, we get results and that's what we look for. So that's why is, I gauge it. Is, is uh, hypnosis covered yet in insurance plans? Most insurance plans don't cover hypnosis outright, so most clients will be paying out of pocket, um, but HSAs and FSAs usually cover it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then is it is it all one-on-one -on -one or uh, I guess my question is, you know, when, when the health clubs return to normal and we think the health clubs of the near future are going to turn into 
more social clubs and, and right. live entertainment and, and actual the, the idea that we've had is like the, the health club kind of becomes the authority and the information source mm-hmm. for everything that you need in order to live a successful and happy life. Yeah. So is it something where in the future, you know, there's a member appreciation night and you bring a hypnotist in and you could actually, you know, pressurize the entire community there? Or is it really one-on-one is the way to do it? Both are effective. And I do think for folks out there who are feeling overwhelmed or they feel like they have a limiting belief or a block, here's how to know if hypnosis can help you. You think you should be able to do something, but you're not able to do it, right? So I should be able to like, you know, I know that I'm successful, but I still feel that imposter syndrome. Like I still feel it, but I know I shouldn't, right? That's a really good, uh, a really good use for hypnosis. Now, if what you're talking about is kind of like an event, yeah, take Taking a hypnotist to your event is a fantastic idea because people can relax and be calm. You can get set the right mood for your event. So there's lots of hypnotists that come in a group like that. Um, Most of my work is done one-on-one or I'm up on stage giving a speech. Got it. Yeah. So what what are some of the urban myths that you have to work through Mm -hmm. uh, when some, when I would say to someone, Hey, let's get a hypnotist, you know, I can have Erica fly in and they'll be, they'll say, Oh, that I've seen that before in, you know, a magic show or something. Vegas. Vegas. So So how do you, how do you combat those kind of things? Well, what I say is I don't do, uh, I don't do, that's called stage hypnosis. There's a term for that. So if we're talking about hypnosis for entertainment, where the hypnotist is going to come to an event and bring a bunch of people up on stage and do like a fun, entertaining thing, the name for that is stage hypnosis. And I don't do stage hypnosis. So if somebody asked me that, I would by the way, I don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, and the purpose of that really is entertaining, but that is why there's a lot of misperceptions out there. So one of the misperceptions perceptions is, you know, the hypnotist is going to read my mind, take control of my mind, control me, get all my secrets, that type of a thing. And that absolutely isn't true at all. People tend to, in hypnosis, what we're doing is we are allowing you to access information that normally you don't have access to. And that's because your brain is protecting it. (laughs) Your brain is protecting you from accessing that information kind of in a conscious state. And so people think that because they end up accessing some of their deepest, you know, memories and information and things that are related to how they're feeling, why they keep drinking when they don't want to, why they keep smoking when they don't want to, why they can't finish that last chapter of their book, you know, why they're afraid to do the speech on stage next week. Got it. So uh, in closing here, if, if one of our listeners wants to read one of your many books, which one do you recommend for entrepreneurs in the, what we call the halo sector? Um, probably coming out of a pandemic where, uh, we've had very difficult existences, um, and trying to reboot our business and reboot our, our way of thinking that the the end is near in a good way. Right, right. So I'd probably check out, can you be a hypnotist? There's all sorts of mind tools in there that keep entrepreneurs focused on the right thing so that they can stay on track. But I do know that a lot of folks, you know, my, my first two books are all on weight loss. It is a personal thing, but you know what, if we aren't feeling good in our bodies, it's really hard to show up for our business. Well, so any of your listeners, I'm happy to send a free copy of my book if you'd like. Um, but really, you know, being an entrepreneur, as you guys know, one of the the greatest like personal development <laughs> challenges out there. So when we get our kind of mind in order, it's super uh, helpful for everything else that we want to accomplish. That's great. Indeed. Pete, Pete I had one question. Yes, right? Of course. Uh, 
I, I've been dying to ask this, Erica. You, you see all these people on YouTube and they have guided meditations, yeah. right? And some of them have like 5 million subscribers, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a subscriber to this one guy. What is, if any, the difference between what they call a guided meditation and, and hypnosis, if there is a difference? I'm, you know, in, in the brain, it, it, does it work differently or is it kind of the same thing or it's just the different term or what? Well, I think there's a lot of overlap because what I would say is guided meditation, there are definitely hypnotic elements in most of them, meaning that there is a hypnotic induction taking you from a relaxed state of, you know, a conscious, we call it normal consciousness, although I don't really like the word normal, a normal state of consciousness, what we're in right now into a relaxed state of consciousness. Perhaps it could be measured, you know, using an EEG, you'd be like in an alpha brainwave state, or you'd be in a theta brainwave state perhaps. Um, and that would show up. I would say the difference between this guided meditation and hypnosis is the hypnosis that I like to do is insight based. So it's interactive and as good as it is for you to listen to these guided meditations and it allows your nervous system to relax and your calm and your body is normalizing and moving back into homeostasis. Like all of those things are so good because the guided meditation is taking your focus. Your mind is focused on something. So your body can be calm and relaxed. Now, some of them are healing. They're going to ask you questions and you'll think about things. You might get some insight. But the difference between that and something like seeing me in my office is it's very interactive. So I'm right there and get to ask you very specific questions on very specific things. And they're really, you know, the miracles show up when people are present. And so me being there, walking through you describing like what's going on in your consciousness, that's where the magic happens because we can truly understand what's going on. Got it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should say behind the paywall at halotalks.com, you could see me getting hypnotized for $9.99 a month. No, we're not doing that. But um, we won't do that. We won't, we do, won't that, do that. But it's this is amazing. I feel calmed or calmer already, actually. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe you've been hypnotizing us uh, in the in the background. It's, yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in closing here, do you have any great quotes that you live by or quotes that you like to reference? Uh, we got a we got a good quote library going. Um, we don't have anything on hypnotism yet. Well, it's not on hypnotism. It's just one of my favorite quotes, and it is, "Don't you know yet? It's your light that lights the world." And that's from Rumi. Very nice. So keep one your light favorites. on. Keep your light on. It's all about being present and being you, taking care of yourself. Then your love business flows, right? Well, it was great to meet you. Hope to see you uh, in person in the future. And uh, we will get back to you on one of our uh, CEO Summit events uh, to awesome. uh, to join us with. That would be amazing. All awesome. right. Be safe. Good to see you. Glad we uh, caught up. And thanks for what you're doing for everybody. Thanks. Great to be here. Appreciate it. I want to thank my friends at Burn, B-R-R-R-N, for sponsoring this podcast. They are the innovative company behind the world-renowned burn board. Many of you don't know, I was one of the top roller hockey players in all of Nassau County back in 1988 to 1990. If I had a burn board, watch out, I would probably be an NHL legend. Got a seven-day free trial on their on-demand library of hundreds of workouts, $30 off the purchase, Check it out at shop.theburn.com. We'll have it in the show notes. Use the checkout code HALO and go burn it on the burn board. Ice hockey, 
in your living room at home fitness low cost low tech low impact go halo burn it up 